This is Marathon to March. Welcome back, everyone. David Campbell, alongside myself, Jonathan Litzkin. Hope you guys have tuned in for a special episode of Marathon to March coming to you on Saturday, December 11th. David, we got college hoops going on all day. It's our first real college hoops Saturday of the season. No, it really is. Uh, there's an absolutely loaded slate today. Um, huge games, a rivalry, um, Big Ten affairs. Like, uh, it's, I can't wait, John. I can't a rivalry wait. that we'll get to in a second. Just want to update you guys real quick on some scores um, because there have been games that have been going on for an hour, David. That, that's how college basketball Saturdays work. Auburn, in Bruce Pearl's first game of his suspension that came out yesterday, is up 68-47 on Nebraska. That's huge, and I'm not surprised. Nebraska, That's a tough game for Nebraska. Nebraska basketball, down the drain. Yeah. Much like Nebraska football. Yeah, absolutely. Ohio State-Wisconsin in a true Big Ten game. Yeah. (laughs) First, uh, it's a real tough test for a Wisconsin team that's already played a tough schedule. Ohio State currently up 37-31 in the second half. Wisconsin not getting much production outside of Johnny Davis and Brad Davison. Going to need some other guys to step up if they want to take this one. They had an eight-point lead early. Ohio State fought back. Now lead by six, their biggest lead of the game, I believe. One of the other real shockers, Creighton up 48-30 at the half on BYU. Really? It, it is Wow. Just tipped off in the second half. Now 50-33 to 33 Creighton. But this, one of the stories, I think, of BYU season, the Oregon win made them look a lot better than they, they actually are. And I fell for that trap. I'll admit that. Yeah. I fell for that trap. I still do think BYU is going to end up being a tournament team. They'll win enough games in the WCC. But is are they any good is now the question about BYU. Because yeah. it seems as if... That Oregon win made them look a lot better than they are. And is, is Oregon, Oregon is never good at all. Is it a slump? Or is it, you know, actually, like this team just isn't very good than we thought they were? We have Syracuse up 10 on the road at Georgetown at the half. Classic beast game. This John. feels like a. I told Jake this morning this felt like a game that Syracuse was going to lose. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Syracuse. Ja- Liddy, you think Syracuse going to lose every game? Syracuse, we know, is weird. They they now have wins against uh, Indiana and Florida State, losses to Colgate and yeah. a, other, a bunch of other VCU. They they have some Johnny, bad losses, that, uh, some good wins. You know, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like a bubble team. <laughs> it's, it sounds like it sounds like exactly how the Syracuse season's going to go. So if they win this one, they get to six and four with only a couple games left in non-con. They've been playing better lately. They lose to Nova the other day. We have. A game tipping off at 12.30 between Arkansas and Oklahoma that we'll get this to. Is a, this is a good game for, for me and Liddy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that in a sec. And then Penn State and Michigan State tipping off as soon as we leave the studio at 1 o'clock. But let's talk about, and we'll keep updating you guys on these scores as the games go on. Let's talk about the game that everyone on this campus cares about, David. Yeah, let's actually talk about this. You know, this is kind of a perfect because, you know, at uh, 210, 215 or whatever is Mizzou, Kansas, 230. And the pregame show starts right after this. Uh, Tiger pregame show. I don't know who's hosting. I think it's uh, Mickey Doolittle, I think, I think, hosting it as producer. So, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, uh, K- Kansas, Mizzou, one of the better rivalries in college basketball that we haven't seen in, in 
you know, just under a decade, and we haven't experienced uh, Mizzou's true rival is and always will be Kansas. I'm sorry, Arkansas. I'm sorry. I mean, there's no other, uh, Illinois. You know, for basketball is always a good game, but you know, this is this is the true rivalry game right here between Mizzou and Kansas. And unfortunately, our Missouri Tigers don't have a, a squad this year. We, uh, you know, I don't have the best of the best of teams, but. Uh, Kansas is, is a really good fun, is a really good team, and, and just the atmosphere I think alone is going to make it a fun game, John. Yeah, it, it should be interesting. I have a friend that goes to KU that called me this morning outside Allen Fieldhouse. He was trying ca- tickets, camping out for tickets. You know the whole spiel. I'm assuming, hoping that Adam the, told me Adam said there was over a hundred groups camping out for tickets yesterday. I, I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. this is say, say what you want about how Kansas is a program. Like this is the game for 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 their students. This is the game for their students. This is the game for, um, you know, it's probably gonna be the game that like I think that here's the thing. Um, no one on this Mizzou campus thinks that Mizzou can win today. No, not a single. And if soul. you do, you don't watch the sport close. And enough. if you do, you don't watch the sport close enough. I think that if Mizzou can defend, they will keep it close in the first half. But yeah, it's a it's a huge spread. But eventually, it's a twenty-three. Right but now. eventually, Kansas is gonna is just gonna pull away and win this game. Mm-hmm. They are a much better team. Mizzou is one of the five worst Power Six teams. And Kansas, I'd even say I would even say three worst. And Kansas is a borderline top top five team in the country. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it should be um, like like I said, it's gonna be awesome to it's gonna be awesome to see. Uh, this, this, this rivalry, the fans, and Allen Fieldhouse is going to be packed, and I can't wait. You know, there's, we have a lot of people going there um, that we, we, we both know. Her, uh, Harrison Vapnack, one of our close friends, is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be an awesome game, uh, and I can't wait to to watch it. And I hope it's close, so it's competitive for a while. Um, but unfortunately, the better basketball team is is on the, the women's side <laughs> on this campus because uh, the men's team isn't going anywhere this season. Yeah. Um, let's talk Arkansas, Oklahoma. Let's, John, because this is a because, game that— Yeah, it's starting at 1230, so we might as well yeah. do the preview now. Um, Arkansas is undefeated, David. They, and they, you know, you know they, I love Arkansas. They have played a very weak schedule. They have not—they've beaten, I think, Compared one— to other teams, they're, they're multi-team. They won their MTE against— um, They beat Cincinnati. Kansas State and Cincinnati. Kansas State and Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not bad. They're a borderline tournament team. Kansas State's not great. They have not played a team inside the top 50 in Ken Palm yet. It's worth noting. Um, but they are undefeated. They are. A lot of teams have lost bad games. Arkansas is not one of them. No. Give me the lowdown of this Arkansas team before we get into the I'm not gonna compare whole game them. as a whole. I'm not going to compare the national champions last year. However, they are a lot like a little way that college basketball teams are currently being built, and that's guard-centric. With ability to shoot a lot of threes, build it on the court fast, score score quickly, and I just I love a lot of players on this Arkansas team, and that starts with SEC, hopefully SEC Player of the Year, JD Note. Um, I think he's one of the best best players in the country. I think he's a borderline top ten player in the country, and one of the best players in the SEC. I obviously think he's one of the SEC Player of the Year. Um, but the thing is, it doesn't stop there. You hate the guy, but you know Chris likes has, likes. Oh yeah, Chris I, I thought you were gonna say Note. I'm like, I definitely do not hate Note. No, Note's awesome. And like you, you, you know, you have your opinions about Chris likes, but. Um, He's been good this year. I think he's been a guy that come off the bench and and make a spark. Obviously, you know, a little small guy, big heart, um, and you love to see that. But I will say this team does lack, you know, a lot in the front court. Um, I think Jalen Williams is a solid forward. He's not anything spectacular. Um, this team misses, you know, Justin Smith and Moses Moody a lot. Mm-hmm. However, they have Jaden Ote. They have Adizi Tony. 
I'm a big fan of this team. Their big big is like the seven six wannabe Chet Holmgren, Connor Vanover. I don't think he's very good. And no, like, you don't think he's very good either. No, he's not. Um, As someone who has seen him play in person, he's not very good. But I'll read off JD Note's stat line for you. He's averaging 19 a game, five rebounds, three assists, three steals, with only 2.3 turnovers. Like that's what he. This is what he's going to bring. I love JD. He's also playing 34 minutes a game, which is a lot. Um, they also have Devonte Davis and Stanley Amude. Um, and that kind of rounds out their, their their main rotation, and those other guys fill in here and there. Um, but I, I I love this team. I really really do. Yeah. So to give you the lowdown on Oklahoma, the Porter Moser now led team, a team that I was a lot higher on than most in the you are. Uh, preseason. And, and still, respect, respect. I still believe they are a tournament team. They are led by the Eastern Washington transfer, who many of you know from the NCAA tournament last year, Tanner Groves. His brother Jacob also on the team, but plays a much less significant role Tanner's than, than Tanner. Tanner averaging 14, 15 a game, I should say. Six rebounds, two assists. The guy really just puts the ball in the basket. You can't really explain sometimes how it goes in, but the ball does go in. He shoots 42% from three, 59% from the field. Not a great free throw shooter, but, you know, he's just, as some people would call, a professional bucket getter. <laughs> he, he finds ways to get the ball in the basket. Oklahoma's questions come outside of that. How they score outside of Tanner Groves. Moja Gibson averaging 11 a game this year. He's taken a little bit of a step forward, but not significantly enough to where Oklahoma is good enough like they were last year where they were at one point thought to be a potential top team in the Big 12. Potential Sweet 16 team. But They were close one game away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other than those two, you have the Duke transfer, Jordan Goldwire, who I obviously love, yeah. brought – a tremendous defense to Duke for four years. Now graduate transfers to Oklahoma to play for Porter Moser. He's averaging nine a game, getting more of a opportunity on the offensive end at Oklahoma than That's he did surprising. at Duke, which, to be honest, not, not surprising there that he's getting more touches offensively at Oklahoma than he is at Duke. Yeah, I like Jordan at Duke, but he served a role. He served a very specific role, and that was on the defensive side of the floor. Oklahoma, to win this game today, is going to have to find a legitimate second score outside Tanner Groves. Tanner Groves will be a mismatch in this game. As you mentioned, Arkansas' front court isn't exactly strong. Yeah, it's, not, it's not spectacular. But right? Tanner Groves could go for 20 in this game, and Oklahoma could still lose. Absolutely. They're going to have to find a legitimate second score, a guy that will get you 15-17 to 17 to, to win this one. Because Arkansas, as we know, they'll put the ball in the basket, and they don't have a guard that's Chris, Chris likes Jordan Goldwire. Going to be a fun matchup to watch. For I, sure. Because, as I know, Chris likes struggled tremendously when Trey Jones was on him at Miami. Mm-hmm. Now, Jordan Goldwire, great defensively. Not Trey Jones. Not the animal that Trey Jones is. Yeah. But Chris likes will get his. We know he's going to get his shots up. We, we know that for sure. I do think Oklahoma wins this one close. David, I know you disagree with me. I think this one could go either way. It could. Uh, you're right. It could go either way. It's in Norman, which is always a risk. Um, and you're a big fan of the home team, which is which is obviously a good theory. Um, I, I'm just not going to bet against my top five team in the country, who I have right now at number five, Arkansas. Which people – look, you're, you can say whatever you want about how Arkansas hasn't played anybody. You think, they're, you think I'm a little high on them, too much higher than them. There's guys out there who don't even have him in the top 25. Jeff Goodman. Mm-hmm. Jeff, yeah. Jeff no, Goodman. That, that, is, that is absurd. They're undefeated, and they were already coming into the season a really good team. Where, where does and Rossi they've looked have good in their Rossi games. It, it's looked, they looked it, very good. It's they not look, like they're like squeaking by these like by-game mid-major teams. Cincinnati gave them a test, but Arkansas like contr- like controlled at the end. I was never worried that they were going to lose. I'm just... Where is this? Is this the latest Rossi top, top Chris Holt. Chris Holtman just went to zone. What is he doing? 
Chris I'm, Holtman. Chris, Hol- Chris Holtman's a pretty good coach. Now I'm not going to lie. Like he struggles recruiting size. He struggles bringing in size. But I mean, going to, to zone against Wisconsin is just like asking to give up a three. And I say that yeah, Brad Davison misses a three. But I don't even know where you are. I'm a little, I don't even know where you are. Anyway, I'm the watching point. the game live. Uh, yeah, no, I am too. Anyway, at the point, um, I love. I, I really do love. Um, it's Arkansas team. It's Arkansas team. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't finish that sentence. Where's Arkansas on the AP poll? I want to say they're like 12, maybe a little lower. Uh, let, me, let me pull this. Yeah, they're 12. They're 12. Which, obviously, this is going to change. Like, they're 12. Okay. Regardless of yeah. this game, that changes. Yeah, you'd, you'd think they move up. Let's go. Georgetown's cut into the lead. There's a team in the top 25, though. Team in the top 10, to be exact, John, who lost. Do you want to talk about that? I want to save it for the next the show on Tuesday. A team in the top ten that lost Purdue. Oh yeah, we, we <laughs> could talk about that a little. Um, I'm not yeah. saying it's a flute game, but Purdue, you know, like, well, how much time's on your clock? By the way, the Ohio State game. Uh, fourteen forty. Okay, you're like five seconds ahead. Of me. Okay, so don't say anything crazy. Okay. Oh, oh, oh like, they'll do that. They'll I mean, that. there's no eleven point shot that Wisconsin could hit. Yeah, but Ohio State's dominating right now. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin can't find scorers outside of Dave, Davison and. Johnny Davis. Even then, man. It's Johnny Davis, not so much Davison. What's Davison's like? Is he playing well this year? Yeah, no, he's been pretty he's been pretty good this year. He's playing well in this game. It's just like what Steven Kral and Ben Carlson are combined 0 for like seven from the field in the first half. There's not much you can do. Well, they should have gone to the great coaching of Ben Johnson and stayed stayed home instead of gone to some clown like. Now the the Big Ten is going to be it's going to be a cluster to to say the least. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be wild, dude. I I, t- I told you. I think we both agreed on this actually the other day that Purdue would lose at least five games, five or six games in the Big Ten. Yeah, you said three and four. I don't know what you're saying five or six. I, I, That's I, a lot in the Big Ten. I did like four. Okay. The over under right now is like four and a half. I mean, and I'd go under. They are. They already lost a road game to a team that like hasn't been very good to start the year. Yeah, Although, but come on now, it's 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 Jersey Mike's arena. <laughs> enter, enter the rack. Be, beware. Jersey Mike's arena. Be, beware of entry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to text awesome you that game. after every – I'm going to start tweeting that every time Rutgers wins a home oh. game. I what don't care that they're be- not good. Yeah. Every time they win home game. I'm, they won a lot of home games this year. I, I, I you, you know what? It. You know what? They may – even with their bad non-conference play, they may win enough games at home at the rack this year to end up like being on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. No, oh, yeah. Dude, Rutgers season wait, wait, isn't over yet. Yeah. Three losses, which is like isn't great this early, but like – they, they lost some bad ones though. Yeah, but th- like that that might take him all the way to the committee. But like you know, comes selection Sunday. That's what, hate, that's what Rossing said about. I hate that said he's good now. That's what Rossing said about um, Miss State when the Gophers beat him. Like that's a loss that Miss State's going to take all the way to selection Sunday. Like screw you, Rossing. We're winning the Big Ten. <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he know better? <laughs> oh my God, dude! Did you see also? Okay, there was a bye game yesterday. That I mean, we were going to talk about Rutgers Purdue. No, screw that. This right here. Did you see there was a buy game yesterday between the, and, and the, the person who bought the game was worse than the player than the team they bought? Yeah, it was DePaul. No, what? Who did DePaul play? Loyola. No, that was Vandy. Or sorry, Vandy, Vandy, Vandy Loyola. Vandy paid seventy thousand dollars for Loyola to come play them, and, and Loyola, Loyola pasted them. Loyola them, pasted them. <laughs> Killed them, which like is a good test for Vandy, and I like that. And I honestly, I actually stand with Jerry Stackhouse here because like he needs to test his team. And like Loyola would be a tournament team in any conference, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm not too mad about it, but that was, that was crazy. That it's just like crazy that Rossi tweets that, where it's just like Vandy loses a bye game to Loyola Chicago, even though like Loyola like, Chicago is like much better, than, better than, them. than them, much better than them, and, and every sort of the, it's just they play. In I mean, he's Loyola like Chicago. by his laws, he's like legally obligated to tweet it. So by his laws, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I didn't tell him to tweet it. Yeah, it's like Rossi, you didn't tweet this. Oh, you're under arrest for uh, not tweeting this, uh, David. Let's let's talk let's talk a little about Rutgers Purdue. We kind of got sidetracked. Yeah, there. we did. Get kind of, I'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, Ron Harper had thirty and ten, which which he, he can do that. He, it's his it's his career high. I think he tied his career high. But like Rutgers just hung around this entire game, and like Purdue didn't play very well. Now when Sasha Stefanovic shoots three for ten, you're not gonna have a good night. Which is, when Sasha Stefanovic is second in your team in field goal attempts, you're not gonna have a good night. Yeah, I mean like. Yeah, he's very cotton cold, and he can really shoot. But I, I think it should either be the one of the bigs or Ivy that should be the top three <laughs> every single week. You know, are 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 those those are your best scores? Yeah, and Travion played great. Travion uh, gave Purdue the lead, and we have to remember something too. Purdue was a miracle shot away from winning this game. Purdue and, was and seven of twenty six from three. That's just, uh, I mean, that's not great. Not really good. Twenty six percent. That's what happens at uh, the rack, man. Yeah. Teams forget how to play. Beware of entry. The thing is, though, Purdue shouldn't drop below like five, in my opinion. They shouldn't drop below like three, honestly, because they've they've earned big games. And literally, if Ron Harper's shot doesn't somehow miraculously go in, they're still number one. Yep. And like it was a qu- crazy, like almost a half court three that went in from Ron Harper Jr. Like, like good. Congrats to Rutgers. They played an amazing game, and you know, part of part of it they deserve to win, but Purdue didn't deserve to lose. Like Purdue shouldn't have played that. Played it that close. They're a much better team than Rutgers, but these games happen. Yeah, I believe Ohio State is. Yeah, they're giving it to Wisconsin now. It's for 49-36 Good. Ohio State. Good. Good. I think we're at the under twelve. Lydia, I think we're become Ohio State fan. What are your thoughts on that? I don't like you. <laughs> no, it's, uh, we're 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 row the boat. Sky Uma, go Gophers, and then Big Blue. B, that's not BBN. Not, what's what's Michigan's Big Blue though? Go Blue. Go Blue. Not Big Blue. Let's go Wolverines. <laughs> they play each other today. They do. I do. Um, you want to talk about the new owner of the state of Iowa? Oh, TJ um, Otzelberger's Iowa, Otzelberger. Iowa State Cyclones. That made me happy. Um, dude, Isaiah Brockington is Whew. unbelievable. Where was this at Penn State? Dude, I I am Georgetown's zero and zero this year. What? No, that's not right. I'm looking at Fox and it says Syracuse is five and four and Georgetown's zero and zero. Syracuse being five and four is right. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's it's sorry, real quick. Um back to Iowa, Iowa State. Um I think it's absolutely amazing what he's doing. I think it's phenomenal. Um I cannot say enough good words about TJ Otzelberger and Isaiah Brockington. I'm I'm gonna say it. He's in line for Big 12 player of the year. He's hundred percent in that race. The thing is though. Iowa State picks and chooses which players have a huge game. Gabe Kalsher, you're gonna have 30. You know what, Tyrese Hunter, you have a good game. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll give it to, uh, we'll, we'll give it back to you, Brockington. Like everyone can have a good game when, whenever they want a good game. Mm-hmm. But I think that he is he is making himself the star of this team. Gabe Kalsher did not play well. Gabe Kalsher had a poor game, but Brockington, uh, Brockington just did, did an amazing job. Like Keegan was, Murray was averaging 25 points a game coming into this. They held him to four of 17 from the field. One of, one of six from three. He finished with nine. Who's Ohio State? Sorry, Iowa State's like bigs. Uh, George Condit. Don't know. Him. They're, they're small. They're they're a small team, which is fine. Like that's fine. And um, Al, I think I forget how you pronounce it. Al Aljez Kunk off the bench from Slovenia. Interesting. 
I, I'm probably mispronouncing that, which I apologize for. But no, but so Brockington can finish 11 to 14, 3 of 5 from 3, 29 points. And, and Kalsher was terrible. Kalsher was terrible. I said that. But the thing is, though, Brockington started 9 of 9. Started 9 of 9. Yep. What? Couldn't that's miss. insane. Like, that's just absurd. And, and, and like, oh, man, I can't wait to call this team. Really. I hope I hope they stand a few. Unfortunately, they're probably going to lose to Baylor. They play Baylor on New Year's Day, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and they'll lose a game probably before that as well or around that time, and which sucks. But um, I hope they're still very high ranked when I play, when we, when I you know go to see them in Ames because I just can't wait to call that game. I, Isaiah Brockton is going to run circles around this Missouri Tiger defense. Um, let's move into a little bit of more more previous today before we kind of transition to our break. Yeah. UConn State Bonaventure. It's a good game. UConn, four-and-a-half-point favorites. This is without Adama Sanogo and without Tyrese Martin. When do they come back? I think in a couple weeks. I know UConn has to get through this tough stretch with, without those two. So they get, they get the bodies today, which I do like UConn today still. UConn, UConn shouldn't drop below 15. I, I still think UConn will win this game. Even the, um, They lost to West Virginia, and then they played Providence next weekend. After that game, I think Sanogo and Martin come back. I might go Bonnie's, and here's why. What's St. Bonaventure, Bonaventure's biggest weakness? Um, you made a joke about it before the season. Oh, their bench. They have no yeah, bench. Yeah, they have no depth. And UConn doesn't really have any depth right now either with Sonogo out. Um, I love the Donald Sonogo, by the way. Um, I think that they could be on level playing field when it comes down to it. I might go Bonnie's. I don't know, man. It's tough. That's a good game, though. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I'll take UConn close. Uh, Arizona, Illinois. Who is the good, this is a big one. It is. I'm going to go. Um, I don't know who I picked uh, on Tuesday. I think I picked Arizona, but I'm going Illinois. I, I think I've, I've changed I've, my mind. I, I think I picked Illinois, and I'm going Arizona. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I, I want to change my mind on this one. I, I think this is a... Prove it game for Arizona. Absolutely, I, I know they have some good wins already. Michigan, Michigan but like, and, if they win this one mm-hmm. on the road at Illinois, this is this is a national notice for Arizona. Yeah, today. I, I, and if Illinois wins this, they're like, okay, Illinois is back. If and Illinois wins this, I'm putting them back on the tier of Purdue. I, I think Arizona's guards may just pick, pick apart Arizona today. Kirkriza and Ben Matherin. You said Arizona's guards are going to pick apart Arizona today? Pick apart Illinois. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought I knew what you meant, but I didn't know that they're, like, they're going to beat themselves. Sorry, know? sorry, sorry. Um, uh, no, I, I do think Kirk Kreese and yeah, he's Ben Matherin will have good games today for Arizona. And then I think Christian Coloco is physically imposing enough inside that he can somewhat contain Kofi. I, I think this is a, bit, a very bad matchup for Illinois. Looking, so? looking, looking at it. I, I, I like I think Kofi's going to Why is... Oh, I literally just almost mistaken. I'm like, why is Takemi Matumbo wearing a scarf? I'm watching Syracuse Georgetown, <laughs> and he's wearing a scarf indoors. Tie game, 51-51 with 13 minutes left. Um, anyway, I was saying, um, I think this game is a proven game for Arizona, don't get me wrong, but Illinois is off to a bad start right now. They're not ranked, and they're getting players back now. They had, obviously, a big break there. Um, I still think this Illinois team is really, really good. I do, too. And we had them both on our top ten, did we not, to start the year? You know, and I, and I and obviously things change very quickly, but I think at full strength, I think this Illinois team is really, really good. I think that Kofi Coburn is 
honestly the most important player in the Big Ten. I really think he is, and I think he's have a huge game. I think he go for t- like twenty and twenty. If I'm being completely honest, it's bold, but I'm, I'm going. D- with David it. and I disagree in back to back games on this on th- three straight games on this show. It's better when we agree, Lee, in my it, opinion. But it, you know it, what? It's it's weird. I'm not used to disagreeing with you. I know. Um, let's talk UCLA Marquette. Well, we'll hear on this one at least. Uh, yeah, UCLA is going to win today. Yeah. Um, I like Marquette. I think they're well coached. I like Shaka, but Marquette's going to have no answer for Juzang and Hawkes. Yeah, Hawkes, I think, is the big one because I feel like there's a world where Daryl Marcel kind of slows up Johnny Juzang. I think Daryl Marcel is one of those guys with like, he's like, he's like a cornerback in the NFL. I'm looking at my matchup and I'm going to take away this receiver mm-hmm. from the game. Yeah. And I look at each game, I'm going to take away Johnny Juzang. Um, they have no answer for Jaime Hacquez. He's going to have a huge game. Um, Marquette team, still young. Still. I'm, look, I'm looking for Peyton Watson to have a good game today, too. I'm really excited. I think Peyton Watson's really good, and I think that I'm waiting for Peyton Watson breakout. And I think today might be the day. Break time? Break time. Score update when we get back. More previews for this weekend. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more Kansas-Mizzou. Kind of got into it already. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Marathon to March. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. A delicious power breakfast. Great way to start the day. I'm Brandon Anthony. And I'm Keegan Hartman. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. to listen to me. And me on our new show, Breakfast of Champions. Here on KCOU Sports, KCOU 88.1 FM. Do you like helping people? Do you think that sexual health education is important at Mizzou? Do you want to grow as an individual? Yeah, Lisa, that's definitely me. You need to apply to Sexual Health Advocate Peer Education, SHAPE. SHAPE is saving the world one barrier method at a time. Their peer educators give presentations all over campus in the Columbia area on topics ranging from abstinence and healthy relationships to anatomy, STIs, and barrier methods. How do I apply? Just Google Shape Mizzou. You can go to studenthealth.missouri.edu and apply online. Wow, thank you so much, Lisa. I want to be a shape here. KCOU, we're just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU. KCOU. Hey, this is Tommy Wizzo, and you listen Columbia KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a neck. Welcome back. Welcome back. Marathon to March. Welcome back. Saturday. It is Saturday. It's Saturday in Athens. I mean, Columbia. <laughs> My bad. Um, Saturday, the Chrysler Center. We're at the start of the first real college basketball Saturday of the season. Dave, we got one more big game to preview Saturday and then a couple Sunday. And then we're just going to kind of freelance for the last 
10, 15 minutes There's of the There's a show. huge game to preview on Saturday. <clears throat> and there's a huge one Sunday, 9 o'clock tonight, ESPN2. Houston going to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. David, I have a feeling we're going to be taking opposite teams in this one, too. <laughs> um, I'm taking Alabama. I think Alabama is really, really good. I think they have the confidence now they can, they, they can beat anyone. They know they can beat anybody. Um, and I, Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I don't hate Houston. I'm not on the hype train yet. I'm officially off the Memphis hype train. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Liddy's like, wait to that's, everyone. That's, that's my narrative of the year. That's my narrative of the year. I'm so sad, honestly. Like, it was fine <laughs> to lose to like some 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 okay teams, but like Iowa State, totally acceptable. They got killed, but that you know Iowa State's a good team. Georgia, eh? They lost to Ole Miss, right? Eh? And then yesterday was just a colossal. Murray State. Murray State. Murray State's okay, but like John Moran no, no longer plays there. In, they're contenders of the OVC. John Moran no longer plays there. No, it's not. That's so disappointing. Um. Anyway. Houston's good. Bama's better. Bama should be like ranked higher. I don't know why they're not. Houston, I agree with you, first of all. <laughs> Houston's good. Houston wins this game. Alabama can defend the perimeter, but Houston will rebound the basketball. I believe. You're, well, um, if, I'm if probably going to watch. If you, listen, Marcus Sasser was a third-team All-American for me to start the year. If you haven't watched him play yet, you better watch him tonight. You're doing yourself a disfavor. Is that a word, disfavor? No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you're doing a disservice. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> because Alabama's perimeter. Alabama, I get it because Alabama's perimeter's defense is so good that they're going to shut down Marcus Sasser tonight. Yeah. That's that's your logic. That's part of my logic. It's good also, logic. Also, I think that I'm saying like, it's a disservice if you're not watching Marcus Sasser because he's just that spectacular. He's a great player, and I think he's, I think he's going to be really, really good. I just am a little worried. Like, there's absolutely – if Bama goes down by like 10, 9, I don't have a th- I don't have any like doubts they can't come back and if Bama get pulls ahead, I think they're going to stay ahead. Like that's what I'm worried about with Houston. It's in Tuscaloosa too. And I'm using your logic here, John, of the home team. So, yeah. I think this is going to be one of those nights where Bama shoots like 21% from 3. How can you predict that though? Cuz they have those nights. They do have those nights. And I like I have no like real metric to Say that, but Houston's good defensively. They are good defensively. Defend the perimeter well. They rebound the basketball, and when Bama's not shooting the ball well and they can't get offensive rebounds, it's not a recipe. Who's for Who's a better success. coach, Kelvin Sampson or Nate Oates? I'm actually curious Ooh. to see. I'm actually curious to see this because this is an amazing coaching matchup. I'm gonna go Kelvin Sampson. I'm going Nate Oates, and I, I think Sampson's a better in-game coach, but I think Nate Oates is overall a better basketball. Player. Nate no Oates offense. is a better recruiter. Yeah, and he's yeah. I, I think that he's adapted a new way to. To college basketball, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's kind of taking yeah. shooting the three to the extreme. Yeah, and I really, you know, I love this Bama team. I picked them though in the SEC. I just yeah, think yeah. this again. I think this is a bad matchup for them. I and can't I can believe, see, and I can see how you think it's a bad matchup for Houston as well. It's just a bad matchup for both teams. Both teams are going to have an absolute terrible game. I think we can decide that this game will end. I can actually guarantee. I, I think this is going to be a high score. Here's what it is. If if here's my here's my here's my last statement of this. If Bama can. Like, if this is a high-scoring game, Bama's Bama going to win. If it's a low-scoring game, Houston, Houston wins. wins. Yeah. Yep. One more game on Saturday. You talk about Minnesota plays Michigan. Dude. Let's, David, you go over that for me. Dude, okay, first off, these are two of my three favorite teams in the country. Um, uh, you know, and I love it. Um, second one being uh, North Carolina, obviously. And uh, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, this is great. Minnesota's coming off a tough loss against Michigan State where, you know, a lot of people clown Ben Johnson. Um, for for a couple of reasons, one of them was the Jamison battle set where he just ran around in a figure eight. 
Well, what was that? I don't know what that was. If, Dude. if you guys didn't see it, there is a video on Ant Wright's Twitter. You can go back and find it. Minnesota ran the set where literally Javis and Battle just ran figure eights like the entire possession. And there were some screens in the in the figure eights, but he ran, pretty much ran figure eights the entire possession <laughs> until he got open. And then they threw him the ball and they got nothing out of it. I have an amazing thing to say. Quick pause. I, uh, my good friend Adam Busick just tested me. Thursday night, the Vikings play, play the Steelers. We're going off a tangent here, but we're just let it happen, okay, John? We, okay. Have, to, we have the time. Um, and Harrison played Dalvin Cook, and he put him in his flex position, which you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to put Thursday night players in a flex position. No. And he did. And he goes, well, I'm not worried that my either running, back, running backs right now aren't going to play or none of the receivers are. And one of his running backs, Jamal Williams. And Jamal, Jamal Williams just got COVID. Yep. So he's not playing on Sunday. Harrison, you should have listened to me. You should have listened to Adam. And now you have to play like Sony Michelle and or something in, like that. In, uh, in one of my leagues, um, my other main league besides ours, actually, you, I was planning on playing Jamal Williams this week. And you know where I started him? The flex. Which is fine. And, like, you can put him in your running back. Just have my running back. But, like, if you put down the running back, you could replace Jamal with anything. And now I'm, now I'm playing Russell Gage instead. This week. Which he's a good play this week. Yeah, I like Russell Cage. Anyway, not the point. I just wanted to say, Harrison, you should listen to us. Sometimes me and Adam do know our do know our stuff. So anyway, back to Michigan, Minnesota. Um, back to what I was saying. I do. I really do love. Um, I, I I do love this Gopher team. I love this Gopher coach in Ben Johnson. I think mm-hmm. he, he knows what he's doing. I'm not. I'm not. Worried about him whatsoever. I think Michigan's a really, really good team still. I think Jawan Howard's an amazing coach. And I love um, the length they have. I think Hunter Dickinson's going to cause so many problems inside. I love Eric Curry. He's had a great year, but he hasn't seen a big like Hunter Dickinson this year. Nothing against Marcus Bingham, but he's not Hunter Dickinson. I'm going Michigan in this one. It's in Michigan. It's in Ann Arbor. What's going on, John? You just give me a weird shook. I, I like... Every game I watch Ohio State, I just like tell myself it's like okay, I understand why Belleville lost one, two straight, four A state titles in Illinois. Yeah, EJ Liddell is so good. Yeah, he's really good. I feel like he doesn't miss. EJ Liddell just posted a TikTok of like him thinking that like Rihanna's really hot or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He did. I saw that. He has a cardboard cutout of himself in the room that he recorded the TikTok of. Who has a cardboard cutout of themselves? Each Liddell, apparently. I, hey, you know, if you're confident in yourself, you know, you know, I feel like you know nothing against that. I feel like um, I feel like there's a lot of people in college basketball with cardboard cut out of themselves. I feel like Bill Self has a cardboard cut. Out. Oh, he definitely does. <laughs> Bill Self is like a fat head of him going like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's from the air. Anyway, I'm going Michigan. I think Michigan's a really good team. I'll take Michigan go, too. Go for have some room to grow. Um, but yeah, I f- f- uh, can't wait for this one. I'm actually really excited for it. Uh, Ohio State leading Wisconsin, 58-42 right now. Yeah. Um, Georgetown beating Syracuse 57 55. Let's go. Why are you cheering for Georgetown, John? It's the Syracuse narrative all over again. Yeah, but it's the Georgetown narrative. Creighton <laughs> beating BYU 66 53. BYU's kind of cut into that lead, but with seven minutes left, not sure it's going to be enough. Uh, that's really it right now. We have Arkansas, Oklahoma still has not started somehow uh, for some reason. Oh, it just started. Oklahoma's up 2 nothing. Stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> bad start. Bad start. We're good. We're good. What? 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 what uh, I must say, what channel is that on? What game? Is it is on? on. I gotta say, it's probably ESPN. Oh, uh, it's ESPN too. Dos, Marutos. All right, Sunday. Uh yeah. Sunday fun day. Baylor Nova. Top ten matchup. Number two versus number six. 
Baylor hosting this game. They will be at number one with a win. Dave, what do you make of this Baylor team so far this year? Because I think their schedule, like, I know they played in Atlantis, but, like, the teams they played in Atlantis, not very good until the championship game. Yeah. You know, oh, man, this is tough. I I think that, man, I, I want to think this Baylor team is the best in the country. But part of me, like, I got here's what here's what it is. You know what it is, John? I can't look at what they lost because everyone's just like Baylor can't be the best team in the country. Lost Jared Butler, lost Macy Oteague, lost Davion Mitchell. How? 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 Lost Mark Vital. But they have Mark Vital. They have an amazing, amazing, amazing returning class mm-hmm. and returning players, which starts, you know, with. Uh, excuse me, Matthew Meyer and LJ Cryer has been amazing this year. And uh, Flo Famba has his role. So does Jonathan Tomo Chachua. And like this team is just built to, to succeed for, for a very long time. I think Baylor and Kendall, can't, can't forget about Kendall Brown. He's so good. He's so good. Um, and Akinjo has been Oklahoma great this year. Nothing. <laughs> good start. Lydia's like, I, I told you, David, sit down. Akinjo has been so good for them too this year. He has been. And, and he's a lot better than Remy Martin. Um, I just had to add that, you know, and don't get me wrong. I think that this, oh boy, Tanner Grove just absolutely swatted JD No Tate. That is, that is horrendous for my narrative. It's 10 nothing. Let's go, baby. This is really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> um, so I've been kind of back and forth on this game all week. Yeah. Um, I'm, I pick, I'm picking Baylor. I, you I picked Villanova on Tuesday. I, I think Nova's really going to struggle inside. I, they I'm, are. I'm changing my pick. I'm taking the Bears. I'm going Baylor too. We, um, we are the Bears. We're hot, dude. We Baylor, can't, Baylor can't be doing this again, man. There's no way, Liddy, dude. You're about to get Harry back. They're not as good as, as well. they were last year, but of the course over, not. But we don't have a Gonzaga or a Baylor from last year. We don't have that this year in college not basketball. Yet. Okay, outside of Gonzaga, because they're really only game they sh- could possibly lose the rest of these seasons is Texas Tech, or in the non-conference season. Well, I mean, they should. BYU could show up. So could St. Mary's. So could San Francisco. San Francisco is undefeated. Dude, enough of the San Francisco talk. Let's go down. Enough of the San Francisco. They almost lost to Fresno. They did, they did beat Fresno State, though. By the way, when I asked you that undefeated question, you were right. Wyoming dis- got destroyed by Arizona. And then uh, Weber State lost to Washington State. The Minnesota. I'm not surprised lost. by that. Washington State beat Purdue's them by like There's only eight undefeated left, which, which I feel like that's, a, that's, not, that's not a lot. Who is this Oklahoma player that has long black hair? Jalen Hill. Maybe. He looks like he looks like Trevor Lawrence if he had black hair. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, my God, dude. Does Arkansas know how to play defense? Does they know how to rebound? <laughs> oh, no. They miss. Get aboard. Let's go. Let's run. Let's run. Let's run. Connor, you are not putting the ball up the court right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh enough of this. Enough of this. Enough of this. Oh, um, you taking Baylor, too? I'll go the Bears. I think that they have a really good team once again. Nova's um, really going to struggle inside against them. Dude, Nova, though, is one of those teams where I wouldn't give up on them the national championship just quite yet if they lose three games because the three games they've lost are against really, really good teams. Yeah, but does that say, like, they're good because they've played all these teams really close and have played them tough or, like, bad because they can't close out these games? Like, you could argue, you could argue right that... Now, right now, they can't. You could argue that they've had both UCLA and Purdue beat. And I would argue both of those. They led by 10 in the second half of both of those games. You said Arkansas and Purdue? No, 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 no. UCLA and Oh, Purdue. my bad. Oh, yeah, no, no, Nova has had both of them beat. 
You have to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Purdue one's tough. The Purdue game was a back and forth game that Purdue just, you know, got hot at the end. And the thing with UCLA came back a little bit. And UCLA, honestly, for Villanova, the Baylor played a better game. Um, I, I, even if Villanova loses to Baylor, though, I wouldn't give up on them yet. I really would not give up on them yet. Um, they're they're still very strong. They're going to beat up on. Um, I think I think I think they're still very clearly the best team in the Big East. Even though a team like UConn's still good, Seton Hall's really good. You know I love St. John's. Seton Hall's very good. And you know I love St. John's. So we yeah, Seton Hall beat Texas, man. I'm sad. I like Texas a lot. Texas. Hmm. <laughs> what was that? I don't know if they're as good as we thought they were. We got destroyed by Gonzaga. And then the, the, the Seton Hall one's tough. That's a tough game to schedule, you know, for, for, for Chris Beard and co. I think it's going to take time. The Big 12 is absolutely just, it's just loaded. Like, we came into this thinking, oh, shoot, Texas and Baylor and Kansas are all going to be amazing this year. Beat up on each other. Someone's going to come out on top. And then there's Iowa State. And now Oklahoma is like we're looking really good against Arkansas. Man, it's gonna be crazy. Big Twelve is wild, dude. Yeah, it really is. Um, any other games Sunday that we need to talk about, David? You mean I'm gonna drink some water? You you look. All right, I will double check. I believe there was one other game. Oh, Purdue plays NC State. Not yeah. NC State will get murdered that game. Rutgers plays Seton Hall tomorrow. Ooh, that's actually a good game. Where's the game? It is at the Prudential Center. That's uh, Never mind. Rutgers. We should start the narrative that Rutgers can't win on the road. Huh? It's our narrative that Rutgers can't win on the road because they're just so good at home they can't win on the road. They can't win on the road. They're zero three on the road this year. Who? But like, was that on a MTE? Mm-hmm. Who they lost on the road? Uh, let me check. They lost a. They lost in the Big Ten once, didn't they? They lost at DePaul. They lost at UMass, oh, and they boy. lost at Illinois. Illinois is not bad. DePaul's not great. Not, that's not bad, though. You, you don't think Illinois is bad until you find out they lose by, lost by 35. Illinois lost by 35? No, Rutgers lost by 35 to Illinois. Oh, that's not great. Yeah, that's and then beat really Purdue. Bad. The next game. As, uh, anarchy? Nope. Just college. Basketball. Uh, Florida, Maryland. Do you want to talk about that at all? No. <laughs> like, Florida's going to win. Florida lost to Texas Southern. And I think we, didn't, we didn't, like, did not talk about that really that much on Tuesday. Which is just like... That's one of the worst losses of the year from any team. Oh, and seven, Texas Southern loses. I mean, I mean, like Florida lost to them. Monday is pretty much a non-existent day in college basketball. No really important games. Um, David, give me a breakout player for today or tomorrow. Any any game, any game at all. Yep, I'm gonna go with a game that hasn't happened yet. Well, obviously. Yeah, no, I mean, that was kind of stupid of me. Um, let me find a game that's a good one. Okay. Let me go to the, let me go to the sketch uh, for, for, for today. We'll go today. We'll go today. The Saturday the Saturday slate. We'll go. We'll go. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Andre Corbello. Haven't heard a lot from him today. Andre Corbello for Illinois. Is he playing today? I hope so, because I just said him. So I really hope he is. Hold on. Let me check. I know he's been out with a concussion, maybe. Um, I, I don't know if he's playing today. He's out. He's out. Okay, likely out for Arizona. Never mind. Um, forget I said that. Go to a different one, and we'll go with. I'm gonna go with a man who is on a great team but doesn't get enough recognition because he's play. He plays with two unbelievable uh, guards as well. I'm gonna go with Keon Ellis. Of Alabama. Alabama. I will... Who is shooting 41% from three this year, which is 16% better than Javon Quinterly. I will go with... 
I'm going to stay in the same game as you. I'm going to go Traymond Mark for Houston. Oh boy! I think he has a good game today. This is this is a this is a game that, that, that we're gonna have to watch. Ever, averaging twelve a game, I, I really I, I expected him to take a leap this year, and I think he's done that. I, we're I, gonna I, be well. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be in um at Mizzou Arena watching the Norm Stewart Classic. Oh, that's right. And I want you to as well. Lake Academy versus that's at eleven. So Calvin. But I'm, after the Gopher game, I'm probably gonna go just like. Straight there because there's like three other games that like should be half decent. Yeah, I, I, I will be at a high school basketball gym all over winter break. So that's awesome. But it's it actually like Illinois too, which like you care about more. I wish I had an MTE when I came when I came back for Hopkins. Yeah, Illinois Illinois basketball, no offense, is a lot better than Missouri high school basketball. I mean, yeah, Lincoln Academy is really good though. Do you have you seen like who's on Lincoln Academy? Yeah, no, they're very they good. They have like seven players who are like top five for their respective classes. Yeah. And this year they have the top four players in the state. One's going to Arkansas, one's going to LSU, one's going to Ohio State, and one's going to Michigan. Who's the one going to Arkansas? Uh, the five-star. I can look it up. Give me a second. It's not Nick Smith, right? I don't think so. Um, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. I think he's, like, younger, isn't he? Player rankings. I'm pulling it up on 247. It takes forever to do this. By the way, Aminu Muhammad was, like, good from, from, from Missouri. Yeah, originally. he is. Did not know that. Uh, twenty twenty. Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh. I did not know he goes to Lincoln Academy. And so does Julian Phillips. Yeah, dude. Mm. They got a they got a squad. And yeah. then Taurus Reed and <gasps> Felix Akpara. Taurus Reed's playing at Mims. Dude, I'm going to this game. <laughs> I know, dude. I told you, Taurus Reed, my man. Holy cow! The talent in this game. Unbelievable. Then, have you seen twenty twenty three? They have the top three players in the state for twenty twenty three as well. Dude. How is this team like not the number one team in the country? Because um, they don't have. They have a kid named Omaha on their team. I'm so <laughs> going to this game. Omaha Bellu. Um Do they have a top kid for 2024 too? You you tell me. I'm looking right now. Oh, there's no rankings for 2024 yet. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um, they don't have. Uh, they don't have the goat on their team. Oh, man, I'm so going to this game. They don't have the best. Who does, who does the SoCal team have that they're playing? I don't know. They have someone good. They have someone that's good. Um, I cannot remember who. I can't remember the team name. It's called. I'm pulling it up. I, I have no idea either. There's someone good. There is someone in California who is good on that team. Yeah, I know. It's Southern California Academy. Oh, wow. That's literally what it's called. I thought it was like called something special. Um, they have someone. Hold on. Let me look. Southern California Academy. Is he. Is this guy like? Is he a twenty twenty two kid? I oh, think so. Jackson Kohler. Yeah, he's going yeah, to Michigan. Yeah. He's going to Michigan State, and they have Jalen Reed who's going to Florida. Yeah. Oh, this could be a good game. This could be a great game. This could be a good game. <laughs> oh, they have, they have Jalen Thompson too, who's going to Stanford. <sighs> this team's good. Dude, I know, this, dude. Dude, I'm going to this game. I know you are, John. We're going together. It's at eleven p.m. tonight. Me and you are going. Keep going to USC too. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. And they, oh my god, dude, this team. Starts all four stars. <laughs> Holy John. Dude, this is this is so good. Dude, this is going to be the best high school basketball game I've maybe ever seen. That's not true. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> but, that's not true. But let's, but pre- I, let's pretend it is. We, I wish we could see Zion Cruz and Donda Academy. Donda Academy. There's a Donda Academy. I know. It's Kanye's school. It's, yeah. Well, it's Kanye's team. I don't know if it's a school. I mean, I don't know. It's called Donda Academy. So, By the way, it's 13 to 8 now. Arkansas brought it back. Yeah, yeah it's 15 to 8. Yes. Narrative dead. <laughs> Anyway, we got ten minutes left. Who's your breakout? You already said that it was um, Trayvon Mark. Trayvon Mark from Houston. Um, Let's quickly, not quickly, but 
finishes off because we got about you know ten minutes, fifteen minutes of the pregame show for Missouri Kansas. Um, John, give me the lowdown here on the on the Kansas Jayhawks because I know more. <laughs> than, I don't know about the Mizzou team. I've announced a game for them. Like you know, it's a team I've liked uh, in the preseason. Kansas. Uh, we talked about all, we talked about the offseason a lot. How they probably don't have that guy that can go win them a game. Okai Abaji might be that guy. He's 100% that guy. He's their best player. He has taken a massive leap late in his career at Kansas, averaging 22 a game this year. Then you got Christian Brown averaging 17, two guys that have just made huge jumps for them. That's crazy. You can't go talk about Kansas without mentioning how bad David McCormick is. That guy (laughs) bad. Um, And what you're saying is that Jordan Wilmore's having a huge game. I would hope. Jordan Wilmore might not get seven minutes in this one. Um, Kobe, Brown, no. Kobe Brown might play the whole game. I, so, only, I so, genuinely. Kansas' backcourt has been very good. This is a very deep oh, team. Porter's yelling. Porter's getting upset. Good. <laughs> anyway, you're saying. Yeah, Kansas, this is a very deep team. Very good backcourt. They they need more out of McCormick if, if they want to win the national championship. I still think. I, I think I think they could win the Big Twelve. I think they could win the Big Twelve regular season. But they if if they want to win the national championship, I think they need more out of David McCormick. Maybe. They need a defense defense from David McCormick. They don't need him to be a scorer because they have Ogbaji, they have Browns obviously been great. Remy Martin is still a good scorer. Yeah, he's averaging double digits. Jalen Wilson's a player. Um so you know, I they don't need him to they don't need McCormick to average double double. They just need him to be like a, a solid big. But, like, he can't be doing what he's doing right now because he's not good right now. No. He's been – and it really started with that Michigan State game. He was terrible against Marcus Bingham. Just absolutely awful. Uh, should we do a Ken Palm check? Sure. <laughs> I'll just read you, the, I guess, the top 10 in Ken Palm right now because, you know, it's always interesting to keep track of. Gonzaga oh, is still one. Ethan Cole is at the Allen Fieldhouse. Gonzaga is still one somehow. Um, Purdue is two. Baylor three. Kansas four. Houston five. Villanova 6, Duke 7, UCLA 8, Arizona 9, Alabama 10. So very similar to the actual top 10 right now. Some things worth noting. Michigan is 11 with three losses. That's what we like to see. Ken Palm is weird sometimes. Dude, I'm not, I'm not off him yet. I, I don't know who my national champion is. I don't have one right now. I don't have one either. But there's a chance that Michigan will be back on that train soon. If they beat Minnesota, I got a really good a one-loss Minnesota team. They could uh they could scoot back up there. Um let me see what what else we got. USC still undefeated at thirteen. Uh I was going through this this morning, David, and I don't know why, but I was going through this this morning. Obviously they are going to lose before um what I say, but look through USC's schedule. They are going to be favored in every single game. From here until February 5th. Every single game they're going to be favored in. Arizona, they're favored in Arizona? I believe they will be favored again in uh, January 2nd against Arizona. God, that game's going to be on the Pac-12 network, isn't it? <laughs> um, probably. Uh, they're scheduled yeah. very weak from... Well, the Pac-12's week, John. Yeah, but then they play... Then you get to February, and they play... Arizona, UCLA, Washington State in the span of 15 days. Yeah, then Oregon not too far after that, then <laughs> UCLA to end the season. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. They, If Arizona keeps winning, I don't know how that game's not at least an even. 
Pac-12 is just... <laughs> Pac-12 sucks, man. It sucks. I'm sorry. Sorry about last year. Like, we know they had a good tournament run last year, and we kind of undervalued the league. This Pac-12 is awful. Yeah. Good. Good. Let Bill Walton suffer. That's <laughs> just mean. I don't know. Sorry. Um, who's doing? Do you know who's announcing Kansas Mizzou today? I don't. I don't know. Like I, I've never like been into like looking at college basketball announcing schedules. I do it every week for college football. Just never been able to get into it for college basketball. Hope it's someone good. Uh, here we go. Uh, you got it? No, I looked up Candace Missouri announcers and Ian Eagle popped up. <laughs> I don't think he's announcing for ESPN. By the way, Ohio State Wisconsin has gone final. Big big second half from Ohio State. Closes it out. They win 73-55 at home. EJ Liddell finishes with 28-9. Johnny Davis finishes with 24-7. Two teams that, you know, they're going to lose a lot of games in the Big Ten this year. They'll win a lot of games in the Big Ten. The, the Big Ten is just a mess. And, and it's, a good, it's a good mess. Oh, Chris it's Lake's, a very good mess. Chris Lake's got to foul. Good. <laughs> good. Um, Carl Ravitch is on the uh, Houston-Alabama game tonight. Duh, hopefully they don't have him calling it from a submarine like they did for the first half of Mizzou and Alabama last year. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. That was abysmal. That was so much fun. That was awful. And then and then it was like, well, first off, he didn't pop up right away. And yeah, it was, no, it was the analyst calling it for like the first like three minutes by himself. And then he popped in at like the under-16 timeout and sounded like he December was calling 11th. a game with like a dolphin. December 11th. I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to find it. It's Tom Hart and Chris Spatola. Mm-hmm. Who are those people? I know who Tom Hart is. I've he does, he does some Hart. football stuff. But uh, By the way, Creighton BYU about to go final. Creighton leads 79-66 with 44 seconds to go. Three minutes left in, in, in Syracuse, the, the, Georgia. The Big, the Big East continues building, building its resume. And, David, you want to update us on the other Big East team that's playing right now? 70-69. to 69, Georgetown's winning with three minutes left. i got to turn that on. I'm put it on. Come over here, John. We'll, 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 we'll wrap I it up. Need to. We can wrap this up now. Oh, you want to? Well, yeah, it's 12 1256. All right, David, as always, any shout outs before uh, we finish this show? I'd like to uh, I'd like to shout out um, the KFC in Jefferson City for being frauds. I don't like coleslaw, John, and I got a chicken sandwich. By the way, chicken sandwich is gas at KFC. Um, Awesome. Very good. Second best chicken sandwich on the market next to Popeyes. As Georgetown shoots a wide open three for a four point lead, Brick City and Syracuse rebounds. No. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't like coleslaw. I came with coleslaw. I asked for a substitute of corn. They did not give me the corn. Oh, that's unfortunate. And it took like 20 minutes. Me and the bus were sitting there. Adam's very upset about it. I, I yeah, he was texting us. Yeah, I, I saw the chat. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to shout out. is winning now 71. I want to shout out the uh, drying iron at the KCOU printing thing yesterday. Because the printing thing. I now have a. Basketball shaped burn on my arm. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I accidentally. So yesterday I was bust at me here to yeah to, to get, get a couple shirts printed for him, and I was drying off one of one of them, and I went to put it down and I accidentally touched my arm and oh, ouch! As you can imagine, it hurt a Inside. lot. Pump fake jumper. So, it's good. George has the could, lead. I don't know if you could see it, David, but I kind of have like I, a, I see it. a I basketball see it. shaped burn on my arm right now that'll go away eventually, but it, it did hurt. And Lily yelled, yeah. And I want to shout out that for being an absolute fraud. Aminu Muhammad has 19 and 12. Uh, I also want to shout out my canes that I had on Thursday night. Your canes? On I, Thursday night. It was good. I 
had canes. Also canes Thursday night. You did? Yeah, I What's got canes before the, the Viking game. Oh, I was there way after that. I had canes right before the Vikings game. I was there at like 10.30. Oh, I, that's the best time to eat canes. Midnight's the best time to eat canes. Personally. It's, it was so good. Do, do you want to canes right now? Dude, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> Look canes. I would have it again. Look canes, Jackson. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for Marathon to March, John. Yeah. Um, It'll do it. This is great. I'm listening to Keith. My bad. That was the wrong ad to play. Uh, here's the right one. There we go. Um, Georgetown has the lead 75, 73 the minute eight. Let's go. Well, I wish we could like finish it up, but we do have to get to um, a break here. And then the pregame show is going to start. Missouri, Kansas coming up on KCOU. We have Will Nolte and Sterling Steven on the call. John, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as always. Oh, I could